Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. To episode 92 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. It's time for another adventure in the world of Pokemon. I'm your host, Doug, and I'm Team Plusel and Minin because today I'm joined by my OG Pokemon podcasting bestie to catch up on all sorts of things that have been happening and all sorts of things that I have neglected to uh, keep up with. So uh, you'll, you'll hear all about it. Of course, Victory Road is a production of the Four Eyed Radio Network and is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design to fit your personality for samples and inquiries visit revengelover.com and as always please subscribe to and rate this podcast wherever you're listening those ratings and reviews make victory road much more visible and easier to find who would my bestie be other than kyle hello kyle welcome back hi and just for the record i'm team my numb with an my m numb. at the end because i'm still pretty <laughs> sure that's how it used to be spelt and then i transitioned into a new universe where it's spelled differently yeah, sometimes we just travel between realities, you know? <laughs> team Minum. Yes. Then I'm Team Pluckle. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I just feel like you're making fun of me. <laughs> I couldn't think of something that was close enough in time. So it's okay. We are Pluckle and Minum. <laughs> I love Classic it. Classic podcasting pair. <laughs> yes. How's it going? It's going. Uh... Yeah, it's going. <laughs> That's the parent sigh, you know? That's the... Yeah. We have a very young child sigh. We, I have a toddler sigh mm-hmm. who's yeah. starting his terrible twos early. <laughs> Where do you hit B to not evolve, you know? Oh, not yet. We're not doing terrible question. twos yet, kiddo. Oh, yeah, can I just keep him as a baby? <laughs> Everstone that child. That's a good idea. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Well, as far as Pokemon goes, let's escape into the world of Pokemon for a moment, shall we? Yeah. How uh, how is your Pokemon life going? Um, going pretty good. I'm still taking those uh, weekly pictures of Luke with yeah. Uh, Pokemon. Uh, today is actually uh, the day of this recording is actually Haunter. Nice. Yes, you'll probably see the picture. I mean, you saw the ghastly pictures because I needed advice on which two to mm-hmm. go with. I, I usually post now up on Twitter once the evolution is done. Yeah, a line at a time. Yeah, because at first, like, I think for the first year, I was doing, like, every picture once a week. And then I was like, okay, people are probably getting a little sick and tired of this. So I was like, all right, let's just do the whole <laughs> evolution together within one picture. Since Twitter only allows up to four pictures, and I don't have to worry about that. So. Mm-hmm. And you have them every week anyway, you know, like ultimately you're still able to create a slideshow or an album or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. Who's keeping track? There's a few days where I'm like, oh, crud, I forgot to take a picture. So yeah. um, I found uh, basically going into Facebook's, basically if I was to create a story, I would mm-hmm. upload a picture from the day I was supposed to do it and then <laughs> go into Facebook story mode and add a sticker of a Pokemon, which they have a ton there, all gifts. And then I just save the picture and 
don't even post it to Facebook. And then I just use that instead. There you go. Yeah. That's all it takes. <laughs> Other than that, not a whole lot else. Um, I'm trying to think, when was the last time we recorded? Oh, together? boy. Uh, probably months, but I don't know when that would be. Did we record in 2022 or? I think we did. I think we did a catch up. Hold on. Let me yes, check. Yes, yes. Because I created a few things for your. Um, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the region. For the region. Yes. Okay. So it's been. Okay. So you know about my Magnemite tattoo and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I want to get another one. I'm thinking about maybe getting a Squirtle as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Donatello. Nice. Donatello. Nice. Yes. Nice. So I, I'm throwing the ideas around there because uh, the person who did my Magnemite tattoo, she's doing another uh, $100 colored Pokemon tattoo. Ooh. And so I'm like, okay, do I want like Squirtle as a turtle or as a TMNT turtle? Or do I want to do like a Furret? You could do cool stuff with Furret too because it's mm-hmm. got, it's like uh, uh, shape wise, you can do interesting things with it. Yeah. But it has to be within like a three inch by three inch square. So mm-hmm. it's one thing I got to look out for but fur it on that. your thumb i doubt that would qualify <laughs> Ooh, fur it could be my new wedding ring oh there you go <laughs> Have it wrapped around my finger <laughs> that might uh <laughs> I, I would i would get clarified whether that would count for the for the flash sale <laughs> fingers are tough <laughs> yeah yeah that would be funny though mm-hmm. your fur finger yeah have you been playing any games or dipping into any of the games for any reason lately? I still haven't even beat Legends Arceus, honestly. No? Yeah, no, I was playing for a while. I beat, or I got my uh, Palkia or Dialga, whichever one I picked. Mm-hmm. And then I beat the other one, and then that's it. I still have the post-game stuff to do. I still have to go find and catch uh, all the other Pokemon, get Arceus, all that stuff. I still have to do that. I just haven't gotten that far. Um... That's what I'm doing right now. I'm working. I mean, I've done the primary story and a little bit of the post game stuff, but like mm-hmm. I've just been working on catching everything. I I one day was like, oh, you know what I should do? I should like finish catching everything in Arceus because it's probably not that much. And so I made a list of everything I hadn't caught yet, and it was way bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just been chipping away at that, and then I'll start, yeah. you know, going after the legendaries. I still haven't beaten uh, Shining Pearl. Okay. I'm maybe like four gyms in, if that. <laughs> no, I'm at the fourth gym. I haven't beaten the fourth gym, but I'm there. Okay. Like, I'm Who... literally saved inside the gym. <laughs> Who's the fourth gym? Do you remember? Fighting. Fighting. Oh, I like that one. She's cool. Will I remember her name? No, I won't, but I liked it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I still have to play that. I just haven't gotten that far. Um, Are you Pokemon going? I got back into that a little bit uh, during GoFest. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you know what? I had uh, some Google reward points saved up, so I was able to buy a ticket for nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did um, a community day recently, mm. and it was the uh, worst community day I've ever done. Not because it was necessarily like Niantic being bad. That's not what I'm saying. But like, I just, I played and got nothing and I don't mm-hmm. know what end that <laughs> is on, but I just, I've never done a community day where I didn't find at least one shiny Pokemon. And I was yeah. like floored. I was like, this is, I've been playing for like two, two whole hours. <laughs> like, wow. What is going on? The past two community days, I've accidentally forgotten to play. 
Yeah. Like I'd be like, oh yeah, that's going on. I turn it on real quick and then I get distracted by something else, i.e. my child. And then <laughs> But I took part in the uh what was it? Dino community day. That one I did take part in. Oh, that's a good one to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one I was doing was Zigzagoon, which I was really excited mm-hmm. about because it was Galarian Zigzagoon. I and love, I was like, I love this shiny. shiny. This is yeah. one of the best shinies they've ever made. Thank you, James Turner. Um, <laughs> and uh, I got none. <laughs> That's the one I got none on. I was so sad. Mm. Devastated. Yeah. Crushed. <laughs> no, I haven't really been playing any games uh, for the most part recently. Uh, wife and I have just been watching TV, like trying to just catch up on everything. I swear you miss one day and then you're behind forever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I... Uh, I still have to watch out everybody tangent outside of the world of Pokemon. I uh I still have to watch She-Hulk um and oh, so good. I still have to finish Ms. Marvel. So I I feel oh, you on so that. I, I am not caught up. Both are um, really good. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so now we got like She-Hulk, we've got High School Musical the Musical the series to watch. <laughs> um see Big Brother's posting 3 episodes a week, so we got to keep up with that. BattleBots to watch. I didn't realize that was still on. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I think it's on it's on Discovery Channel. Oh, okay, that's why I didn't know. Yeah, it's so like it's very rare that we actually get like a night where we don't have anything on, but like when we do, we're like, okay, uh, what do we want to do? And we've been binge watching uh, Once Upon a Time, uh, but we're almost done with that. I'm trying to convince her to watch Star Wars Rebels. That is not going well. It's only like two seasons. Rebels? It's like four. Four? Oh, okay. Well, just tell her it's only like two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was just, I was trying to create your argument for you, you know? I appreciate it. Um, (laughs) And I've actually started watching uh, One Piece. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm taking that on. (laughs) If you're, (laughs) I like how in the conversation uh, where you talk about trying to keep up with shows, you also say that you've started watching One Piece. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) This is one of the shows where, like, once my wife goes to bed and I'm not tired, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to watch this. I I can get two episodes in at night. And then on Saturdays, when it's just me and my son, we'll watch it together because he just thinks it's one of his regular cartoons to watch. Right, yeah. So it's the kind of thing you can just watch kind of forever. Exactly. Yeah, which is a nice thing to have, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Haven't gotten any new Mega Constructs in a while. Uh, I know. I was going to ask about your mega construction, your uh, and your sitting cuties. Oh yeah, no, um, haven't gotten any new sitting cuties in a while. Not since uh, probably Chadot and Bayonet or Kadabra. You jerk! <laughs> I didn't actually get one. I just saw the joke online. I was like, I got to do this joke to someone. Kyle excitedly told me that he got a new Kadabra plush and that it was really cool, and then sent me a picture and it was an Alakazam. And I just thought it was a mistake. I didn't get the joke at first. <laughs> and then I go, oh, it must have evolved when I sent it. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh very hard at that. That was very funny. <laughs> good. Good, good, good. I saw, I'll be honest. It, it wasn't my original joke. I saw it online. I was like, I have to do this to someone. And I was like, okay, who can I do this to that would actually get the joke? Because I feel like if I did it to like yeah. someone else who's just a casual, like, oh, yeah, no, that's Kadabra. They wouldn't get it. <laughs> Who will notice? <laughs> no, you you picked the perfect person because I, I, I would notice, but I'm always tired enough to not know immediately <laughs> what's going on. So I just thought it was a mistake. <laughs> See, I could have done like Machoke, Machop, or um, yeah. Ganger and Haunter, but nope, I chose uh, <laughs> Kadabra and Alakazam. The two it's the perfect the one because you kind of have to look at it a second time to be like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. good. <laughs> but no, I haven't gotten any uh, Mega Trucks in a while. 
like they've been posting new stuff because like they had like this whole rebranding and packaging. Mm-hmm. So they've also been like re-releasing some older sets. And I'm like, cool. I don't need those. I don't care if you've updated them just a slightly bit. I don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. That's not um, what we're doing here, Mega Constructs. They've got these two new sets, super expensive, like 150 each. Is one of them the running Pikachu? Yes. It's a Dude. running Pikachu. It's super cool. And then there's a Gyarados one. Wait, is that also a motion one? Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. I just saw the Pikachu one, and I was like tempted to get it for my niece for her birthday, but it's really expensive. Um, One of the guys in my Mega Construction groups got the Pikachu one. He said he actually had to take some liberties with the instructions because they weren't ideal. <laughs> okay. And so he had to adjust a few things here and there to make them better. We have an engineer on our hands. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, good enough. I ever decided to get it, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it has been nice not having to go out and be like, oh my gosh, I need these mega trucks. Although yeah. I think they announced, well, not announced, but someone found a listing for the new Pokeball sets. And I think one's got like mine junior. I got, uh, for my birthday, my niece, to, you know, I, I was thinking of getting her the Pikachu one. She, she got me first. She got me, uh, the little shinks, uh, in a Pokeball. So I got a little little shinks now. Nice. I'm tempted to get the like nice lit up Pokeball for like my Aww. desk at work. I think that would I be love cool. that thing. Yeah. I've been tempted many times. It's bright. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay, good to know. <laughs> it's probably LEDs in there, so it makes sense. Oh yeah. Have they done any others or is it just the standard red and white Pokeball? Just the standard red and white for that. Um, if you I could pick they... a second one, what would your first choice be? Quick Ball. Yeah, Quick Ball is probably one of my be- like one of my favorite looking Pokeballs. I think for that light up one, the Luxury Ball would also look really nice. Mm-hmm. The black and gold and red one. Quick Ball's always been my favorite. Yeah, I like Quick Ball. I like I like the way the Timer Ball looks on the outside, but I hate its animation. Hate mm-hmm. it. I also really like the way that I think it's the dive ball that has the waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one looks really cool. And I think that one would look really nice um, lit up. And then is it the heel ball? The all pink one? Yeah. Am I thinking of yeah. heel or friendship? I think they're both pink. Uh, the newest sets that are coming, the newest uh, wave of sets, it's got Mime Jr., Ladybop, Hopip, Ooh. and then Totodile, Chikorita, and uh, Cyndaquil. Okay, Johto. Yeah, five Jodos and then one Sinnoh. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I'm glad. I'm always glad to uh, to get more Jodo anything. So mm-hmm. even if it means Sinnoh's getting a little bit of the shaft, I don't mind. <laughs> so, no, I don't normally get duplicates, but I kind of want to get the Totodile one because it comes in a lure ball, and I don't have a lure ball yet. I'm looking at the list of all the Pokeballs now. Lure ball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, there's like three water-based ones, and I had to find mm-hmm. which water-based one it was. The lure ball is nice. Yeah, this is the Johto one. And then Mime Jr. comes in this really cool-looking one. It's green on top with like these red uh, teardrops. That's on the, the friend ball. I thought the friend ball was pink, but I was thinking of the uh, the love ball, which is pink. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool there's, one. Yeah, love and teal. Those two are nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely want to get Mime Jr., Lady Bond, Hot Pip. Those are my top three, although I really haven't been looking for them, so that's my other problem <laughs> i got to do. It's just actually go out and look. 
I know that's the whole that's the whole thing is like actually having to go out and and find them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, now that I'm looking at at all these Pokeballs, the Dream Park ball is like gold on top with a blue stripe instead of a black stripe. That looks really nice. Just want like a bunch of replica Pokeballs. Oh, you know what I did? I uh, finally remembered now that Home is compatible with Arceus. I, mm-hmm. out of curiosity, was like, well, I just want to see what happens when I put something from Legends into like Sword mm-hmm. and Shield. So mm-hmm. naturally, I chose one of the million Clefairy I have because I always have a million of them on hand. Right. And As you should. As I should, right? And I didn't have a Clefairy yet in my Fairy Run game. Um, and so I dropped that into my fairy run and it changes the pokeball to a standard red and white pokeball but in home it does recognize that it was caught with um with a a ball from the past so it's kind of strange but don't they change it it's like a i forget what they change it to but it's like this uh iridescent looking almost like pokeball if i'm not mistaken oh i'll have to i'll have to check at least the um oh in home um the icon in home well yeah i'll have to double check i'll have to double check because i put it in home and then immediately put it into sword and shield and then immediately evolved it (laughs) it's uh called the strange ball it's like this uh oh i was just looking at that aqua uh marine type looking ball that's unattainable used to hold any pokemon in legends arceus that were transferred from any other game via pokemon oh so it goes the other way so if you take something from another game and put it into Legends Arceus. Ah. You get Oh, okay. I'm going to have to as well as Pokémon from Legends Arceus in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Okay, I'm going to have to play around. Gotcha. It also um and that makes sense because of the direction that the games are going in, right? So like mm-hmm. Sword and Sh- even though they could, they can they can release patches for this. But whatever. When I when I brought it from Arceus into Sword and Shield, it doesn't even say Hisui or anything. It just says the faraway place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that from other people, <laughs> which is very funny to me. Yeah, the faraway well, I gotta, place. I still gotta transfer my Magnemite from mm-hmm. Arceus in from my Magnemite collection. I thought of you the other day because I I was in my list going through my list of everything. I caught two more Magnemite so I could get my Magneton and my Magnezone. Hey, how does Magnes or how does Magneton evolve in Arceus? What do I need? Uh I believe Thunderstone. Okay. Yeah. Since Sword and Shield they changed it so that now you just need a Thunderstone. Does it need friendship or need to be in a specific place? No. It, it okay. used to be a specific place. It used to be like a high magnetic field area. I remember that from the original Diamond and Pearl. There was yeah, like a specific place you had to go. Which made sense with lore. Now they don't care. <laughs> yeah, they stopped in Sword and Shield. Yeah, which is such a bummer. Like they even changed logistically. It so now, like, I appreciate it, but it would be neat if they always put some place in the game. You know. Yeah, it's even with the Eevees. I think Umbreon and Espeon now just need a Sunstone and a Moonstone. Yep, that's true. Or a Duskstone and a Lightstone, maybe. Or Sunstone and Duskstone. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then Leafstone for Leafeon and. Uh, ice stone for glaceon i'm like mm-hmm. why leafeon and glaceon i kind of get because the place that you went was a stone anyway true um so they could twist that like if you if yeah. the complaint were lore you could kind of figure that one out but yeah the espion and umbreon is kind of a bummer especially since you know most games have had a day and night cycle uh recently at least mm-hmm. and uh i guess sylveon's the only one that you still have to do that way Right, you can't just evolve that. You have to do your um, thing. 
Did they change Sylveon too? I don't know what you would use. <laughs> Sword and Shield evolves with high friendship. And okay. in the previous two, high affection. So they still okay, haven't yeah. given a stone to that one. No fairy so stone. They, they gave the Umbreon and Espeon evolution method to Sylveon. Which I guess makes sense because they'd already gotten rid of that method, I think, by the time Sylveon well, rolls around. In Arceus, they bring back the friendship for them. But yes, yes. it's still friendship with Sylveon, but it has to know a fairy-type move. And then for Espeon and Umbreon, it just has to be day or night for high friendship with no fairy-type move. You know, evolution is weird. I guess they could just sort of... They could lore explain everything by saying, like, evolution has a lot to do with energy. Like, it's it's... You're exposed to certain types of energy. You are taking advantage of certain types of energy. And that energy is different based on region or whatever. Like, they could if they wanted to really tie it all together. But we've said many times, Pokemon's not not interested. <laughs> they've kind of done this whole thing with energy, like, you know, mega energy. Exactly. Energy. Dynamax energy. Like, they can be region specific. Yeah, the new so. energy thing coming that, I'm going to be honest, looks kind of stupid. <gasps> okay, well then we need to get into it because I'm I'm here for turning all of my Pokemon into diamonds. Let's talk Scarlet <laughs> and Violet, my friend. <laughs> all right, fine. But I'm just going to put this out there now. If I do not get a Crystal Onyx, I'm rioting. <laughs> I feel like it would be absolutely bananas for them not to put Onyx in this game. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. Although, was Dragonite in Sword and Shield? Yep, uh, in the DLC. Okay, all right, so yeah. it made its way there. <laughs> it, it took a while, yes. <laughs> it showed up eventually. Yeah. Okay, so I don't. you and I have not really, I mean, aside from texting here and there, you and I have not right. talked about Scarlet and Violet officially, so we've got two whole trailers we can we can talk about. So I guess yeah. where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the terrestrialization? I mean, we can do that, or we can talk about the legendary that has wheels that doesn't use the wheels. Oh my, we're going to disagree on everything, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> no, I just want to get a rise out of you. <laughs> okay, so that's okay. I have an ally in Rai. Rai gets it. Rai gets me. <laughs> Because Coridon, okay, for, for folks who are in the dark for some reason, has what look like wheels, um, but runs. And Rai explained it perfectly. She was like, yes, they look like wheels, but the front one is actually its like throat sack, like many lizards have. And the back one is its tail. So they're not actually wheels, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> i just think I'm it's just funny saying, even if they are wheels i think it's hilarious and stupid <laughs> yeah and i'm just saying for aerodynamic purposes you ain't gonna get very fast it it can't control that <laughs> it was born that way baby <laughs> okay okay i will say though i uh you'll you'll be sad to hear this i actually think all the stuff we've gotten so far has convinced me to get scarlet instead of violet i was leaning towards violet because i usually get <laughs> Right. The cool colored stuff. Mm-hmm. But the prof- the more I see of the professor, Professor Sada, and the more I see of Koridon, the more I'm kind of like, maybe I do like the past aesthetic a little bit more. <laughs> I love how you and I are doing the exact same thing because I was going for the Scarlet because I was like, oh, it's the red copy. I got to uh-huh. go for the red. And then <laughs> I, I see the legendary for the violet. And I'm like, ooh, you're electric. Uh-huh woogie 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 so i kind of <laughs> have to and i'm like i have to go for you because i i love you and i i've fallen in love with that one so i'm going violet 
well, this works out then. We still end up playing different games, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Plus, I actually think it might be good for the greater good for me to play Scarlet because I do feel like I know more people who are leaning towards Violet. So, like, to to keep a, some semblance of balance, like, within a friend group, you need, <laughs> you need some people playing both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think it's going to work out. And I'm okay with having my my himbo dragon who doesn't realize that he has wheels he can ride on. <laughs> uh, all right. So let me ask you this. Yeah. The second trailer, it kind of makes it seem like we're going to get the legendaries early on. Doesn't it? I, I think we're going to get the legendaries immediately. Um, I think that uh, similar to Arceus, we're going to encounter, you know, a big, we're going to, we're going to have a big, sort of legendary encounter of some kind mm-hmm. and it's going to make us immediately sort of like uh unique i guess i don't know that that uniqueness is going to be a big part of the story but like i think we're going to have yeah. that sort of thing i don't think we're going to be able to use it in any way other than as a ride pokemon until the very end um okay maybe somewhere yeah. close to the end but it's not like you're going to have your starter and a legendary on your team from the jump True. Maybe it'll be kind of like um, Latios and Latios and uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. I haven't played those, so you'll have to fill me in. So you get you get the two Pokemon, and then you get a flute that allows you to summon them and fly on them and basically fly overhead and go wherever you need to. Whoa, but, when does that happen? Uh, about halfway through, I believe. Oh, cool. But um, if they're in your box, you can still play the flute, and they will still show up. Do you get to just like play with them? Um. Oh no, I see. They don't have to be on your team. They don't have to be on your team. I see. What they you're don't saying. have to be on your team, but you can. I was imagining if you want. just like playing with the. Let's just like hanging out with them. <laughs> yeah. So like they'll show up, and it's like this whole cinematic thing where like they mega evolve, and then you ride oh. on top of the mega evolved Pokemon, and then like you can, like you literally just fly up in the air overhead the entire map of Hoenn, which is really cool. Can I say something controversial and brave? Of course. I really don't like Latios and Latias's mega evolutions. <laughs> oh, I don't either. They look exactly the same. There's no it's so point annoying to, it. to me. And yeah, I think I yeah. said on the podcast before that the first wave of mega evolutions uh I think are far superior in design to the second wave. Like I think the ones that were in X and Y, generally speaking, obviously there are exceptions, I think mm-hmm. just look better. I think the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire ones don't look as good. And I think the Latios and Latias ones really speak oh, yeah, to that. Those two are horrible. Let me just say, I hate Minetrix. I love Minetrix. I just don't like its yeah. mega evolution. Don't love that um, one. Not a great one. I love uh, uh, Sceptiles. Yeah, Sceptiles is cool. I like I like uh, the starters ones. Like I think Swampert's mm-hmm. mega evolution looks correct. It doesn't just look good. Yeah. It looks right. It looks like they never finished it until it mega evolved. <laughs> right. Um. Blaziken actually came out in wave one, so that doesn't count. Yeah. And that one's okay um, to me. It, like, it could be cooler, I think. I like Pidgeots. Yeah, Pidgeots is good. Beedrills is pretty sweet looking. I'm down for Beedrills. Glalie, I'm a little eh. I'm with you. It's an eh. And then uh, Steelix, I really like. Steelix is cool. It's almost yeah. like the ones that um, could have or might have been in X and Y, which are those early generation ones. Mm-hmm. Uh it's almost like those ones are just better because maybe they were supposed to be part of that first wave. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything. <laughs> Nobody uh, attack um, me. <laughs> the one thing I like about Steelix is when it mega evolves, 
crystals pop out, and I wonder mm-hmm. if like that's supposed to be like some kind of homage to the crystal onyx. From- I think so. I feel like I, that's that's another reason why I feel like it would be absolutely nuts to not have onyx in Scarlet and Violet because I think they know. Like mm-hmm. I think the history of Pokemon, the game, and the series and the card game is so vast at this point that I think there's almost no coincidences, right? So, like, Rai was telling me that the card game basically had the terrestrial phenomenon uh, way before it's happening here in the games, and it was the Delta Hmm. phenomenon, which was... Yes, you're familiar with it, right? Uh, I was not at all. I had no idea what this was. So it's basically the lore behind the the Delta phenomenon was that there was an island that had these crystals that emitted an energy that would change Pokemon's typing. And so the whole wave of like that whole generation of the card game was full of Pokemon whose types were different and unconventional. Yes. Fast forward like 12 years or something. And now the games are doing something like that. And I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that like they said, oh, the card game did this. Let's do this. But I do think they're all aware of each other. Right. And so the Mm -hmm. fact that the cartoon had regional variants like 20 years before they happened in the games, Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think that's a full coincidence. I think they know all the things that Pokemon has done and they sort of think, what could we do here that we haven't done here specifically? Yeah. I think there has to be Onyx. I think the mega evolution of Steelix has to be an homage to Crystal Onyx. I don't know, but I think it only makes sense. Okay. Let me ask this. Do you think we'll get form changes? Form changes. Kind of like how we got with uh, Gigantamaxing. And since there was like, there was Dynamaxing, but then there was Gigantamaxing. I get you. I think I don't think we're going to get full form changes. No. I think I think we will get some Pokémon have, who have unique Terra type situations kind of like okay. Z moves. I think Mega Evolution and Dynamax Gigantamax were very similar. I think Z moves and the Terra phenomenon like the okay. Terrestrial phenomenon are going to be very similar. So I think like we already know that Flying Pikachu is a thing. Um Yeah. I I think it's going to go further than that and I think that maybe the final starter evolutions might have unique crowns. I think the legendaries might have unique terrestrial forms. I think there will be some Pokemon that have their own special uh, mm-hmm. terrestrial forms. I don't know. They haven't shown us that. But I, I would be I would be surprised if there weren't some that had unique things. Because most of them are going to have the same ones, right? Like any right. Pokemon that has a water Terra type is going to get that fountain crown that we saw on mm-hmm. Quaxley. But I wouldn't be surprised if Quaxley's final evolution had a different one. Yeah, true. It's funny you mentioned the flying Pikachu. I can't wait to bring in my flying Pikachu that I already have <laughs> into the game. Yeah. Because I have a Gigantamaxing flying Pikachu, and it is my, oh my pride and joy in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny to say about a Pikachu, but still. I wonder, so with the Terra types, because every Pokemon in scarlet okay let me ask you a clarifying question when you say that the new the new energy gimmick in this uh this generation is stupid do you mean just like the aesthetic and the lore of it or like the actual mechanic of it or both i think just the look of it is just kind of eh for me i don't like the hat thing but you made me realize that maybe this is more like z moves kind of like so maybe like what the plan is is like they'll change it every other generation. So like we'll, we had Mega Evolution, then Gigantamaxing. Those were form changes. Mm-hmm. And then we had Z moves, and now this one, which are just 
move changes. So I wonder if that's how it's going to be from now on, like form change, move change, form change, move change, saving uh, the creators some time from having to actually create new forms for all these Pokemon that yeah. didn't have one before and then never have to use again because I highly doubt we're going to see uh, Gigantamaxing or Dynamaxing no. ever again. Not in the games. Certainly not. <laughs> I think we we have to accept that at this point. I mean, because by now, I mean, with this being the ninth generation, and if you consider Kanto and Johto sort of the same, I know they're not the same generation, but they're the closest in being the same generation we've ever gotten. They're literally attached to each other. You can go to Kanto and Johto. They have the same championship league, all that sort of stuff. If you consider them for this exercise, the same generation, half or region, half of the regions we've gotten have one of these like region specific phenomenon that will that are never seen anywhere else <laughs> mm. you know because none of them carry forward mega evolution doesn't carry forward z moves doesn't get carried forward gigantamax and kaiju situation doesn't get carried forward so uh, yeah i i think unless we were to get another game that were like legends arceus where it was like its own separate thing that wasn't introducing you know a whole new generation of lore i i don't think we're gonna get anything carried forward it would be cool though if there were just like a game like legends that wasn't necessarily based on the past but was just its own little standalone thing where there was just like this chaotic island that somehow featured all of these phenomenon in some way shape or form (laughs) that'd be fun yeah now i think the only thing that's truly carried through throughout all the generations is breeding yeah breeding breeding was a is a is a good one um Except it wasn't Legends Arceus. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, because I mean, again, I, I, I still think the best way to think of that is a spinoff. I know. Exactly. I just think it's for everybody's peace in their hearts. I that think it's the best think way about to it, tackle it. <laughs> breeding wasn't discovered until Gold, Silver, and Crystal. So at that time, so maybe breeding wasn't discovered yet back in Legends Arceus. So that's why there isn't any. It's so, also a different go. genre of game. <laughs> this is very true. I know they're both RPGs, but it's a different kind of RPG. So yeah. I don't know. And I, I want I want Pokemon to feel free to to explore subgenres of RPG without having to feel like mm-hmm. they're being limited by what they've done in the past. So, yeah. so um, what do you think of the new Pokemon revealed? Yeah, I I like them so far. I think my favorite is Satitan because it is uh, big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is big, and it is pink and white, and I think uh, I like that. My wife loved its name. It's a titan. It's good. Yeah. As a marine biologist, she was very happy about that one. Yeah. Or what's the the reference? I think it's like its actual... Or is it like a scientific name reference? I think so. Gotcha. I like that it's based on like a weird like land whale like uh, cryptid from Japan. (laughs) Like... I didn't know this existed until somebody was posting about it. Like it's based, I don't know if it's technically a yokai or not, but like mm-hmm. it's another Pokemon that's based on like a weird creature. <laughs> it kind of have... looks like Waylord a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, do you think, okay. So I was talking with Rai about this, like you and I did the exercise of will this evolve or is it evolved? Do you think Satitan is an evolved form of something? I think it's a middle. You think it's a middle? Somebody else said, I can't remember who told me that, but somebody else said that too. I think it's an evolved form but I think it's like a dreadnought situation where we're seeing the final evolved form, but there's only one before it. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. But I got burned so much during Sword and Shield because I said nothing was evolving. I was like, no, I don't think that's evolving. No, definitely not evolving. No, that's a single one. <laughs> like everything we saw either evolved or was an evolved form. <laughs> okay. The name Origin, uh, 
It's a combination of cetacean. Cetacean. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that a whale thing? It's a Latin, basically means whale. Okay, nice. That's really good. Greece, so. It's the least punny one, or least obviously punny one they've done so far. I mean, it's still punny. Yeah. It's just a Latin pun. Um, but that's my favorite so far. What's your favorite so far? I mean, Smoliv is cute. I do like Smoliv. I love the little electric Pokemon, that Pikachu clone. Mm-hmm. The Pikachu clones are getting further and further from cloning Pikachu, which I appreciate. Yeah. I obviously love uh, Lechonk. I do like Lechonk. The dog creeps me out a little bit. I have, I've talked about this only a little bit, um, but I feel safe oh, here. Oh, Fido. <laughs> I, I yes. get it. It's very cute. It's fairy, so I, 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 I will uh, probably use it to some extent, and I'll mm-hmm. might, I might even do another fairy run, in which case I'll obviously use it. But it's like, I know that people eat Pokemon. I know this. This is a thing that I'm aware mm-hmm. of. The one thing that is uncomfortable about me liking fairy Pokemon so much is that they're really leaning in hard to the fact that like fairy Pokemon are just sometimes food. Like between yeah. Slurpuff and Elkrimi and now Fido, it's like, yeah. it's one thing. I don't know if it's better or worse. Like it's one thing to be like, yeah, people eat Slowpoke tail. Like it's a delicacy. It's another thing to be like, this entire living being's existence is actually food as we know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think the lore of Fido is that people use it to make bread. Like, people pull pieces of it off because it's, like, made of yeast <laughs> and, like, make dough out of it. Yep. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's a little creepy. I'll be intrigued to see if it evolves. I feel like it should. I think it will. I want to see what it looks like. Um, I will say, though, the uh, Pikachu clone one, I feel like it has an evolution. Oh, interesting. Hear me out. It, it looks like a pre-evolution to... Gorachu. I don't know if you remember. Gorichu. Oh, I remember. You think they're going to yeah. do like an official sort of I would Gorichu love if they did. Like I thing? doubt it. But it just kind of reminded me of it a little bit. And I was yeah. like, hmm. I think they've missed their chance at Gorachu twice now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they're avoiding it because they could have easily done it with Mega Evolution. And they could have mm-hmm. easily done it with Gigantamax, and they just didn't do it either time. So I don't know why they're not doing it. Like, before they had a fourth stage, I can understand why they were like, nope, sorry, we already introduced Pichu. Like, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But And now that they have regional evolutions, they could easily do a Gorachu as well. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. But I, I, I could see that. I, could, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, it wouldn't look like what we've seen, but I could see them doing something that's very clearly either an adaptation of Gorichu or some sort of like uh, homage to it, you know, mm-hmm. I could see it. I could see it. When's the last time we got a Pikachu clone that evolved? Uh, never. Pichu? Never? <laughs> Literally never? Yeah, I guess you're right. Pichu, then Plusle Minum, Pachirisu, Amolga. Amolga doesn't. Dedene. Mimikyu doesn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. none of them do. You're right. Damn. It's about time. Okay. Yeah, Togedemaru does not. Togedemaru should. I would like to see a Togedemaru evolution. Yeah. Uh, more Pekko. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no. Any other Scarlet Violet stuff you want to touch on? Whooper. Yeah, regional Whooper, baby. Okay, here's my question for you. I'm going to okay. ask everybody this. Do you think that this Whooper will evolve into a Quagsire, something else, or do a uh, Zigzagoon, Obstagoon situation? We've got options. I feel like it's going to branch. I feel like we would have seen a Quagsire. So you think it's going to be like a Berserker situation where it turns into something else? Yeah. 
Gotcha. I think it's going to turn into Quagsire and then turn into something else. Okay. I think it's going to be our Obstagoon for this this region. Yeah, that's my guess. Hey, I'm just happy to get some more Axolotl love. Yes, for real. I know. It's such a little cutie. I like regional variants so much. They didn't even change it that much, which is great. Yeah, yeah, which I think is really perfect, especially for like a first stage of something, right? Like, mm-hmm. like keeping it pretty simple. I think it's what makes regional evolution so fun. I think that's one of the reasons like the Hisuian Growlithe one looked so nice is because it was like, oh, it's obviously a Growlithe. It's just like a shaggy, darker Growlithe. Mm-hmm. Very good stuff. I also don't think I've said this yet uh, on the podcast. I've said it on Twitter for sure. I would like another regional Meowth. I want a regional Meowth for every region now. I want yes. to retroactively add one for every region. Yes, I, I want I think this it is group. the funniest thing that mm-hmm. there are as many forms of Meowth as there are Charizard. Or there were at one point. There might be more now of Charizard. But mm-hmm. I like that it's the only thing that even competes with Charizard for the most number of forms. Yes. And then, like, <laughs> I want some at some point in the anime for Meowth. To just be like, all right, Meowth army, let's go. And yes. like you see this army of all these different Meowths just charging into battle. Okay, think about it. If they if they just add two more Meowths, they could, or even just one, because you could play with a shiny thing or something. I want like a Meowth Sentai homage episode where it's just like five mm-hmm. Meowths <laughs> who are all different. Yeah. Because different regional Meowths kind of have different personalities, right? Obviously, our anime Meowth is the leader, but then you have like the too cool for school version from Alola and you have the sort of like berserk one from Galar. Like <laughs> I think it'd be perfect. The Galar one's definitely the sixth ranger of the group. I think they need uh I think they need a fairy type Meowth, I think is yes. one that they very much need. Yes. So. Let's see we have Dark Steel, Normal. I think if I were to pick the next ones, I would go Fairy and Psychic, which would be a weirdo. Like the psychic one would be a total weirdo. Um, I want to see ground. Ground would be fun. Fighting would be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I feel like any of the like standard element mm-hmm. ones uh, are probably lowest on my list. Although electric would be a fun one. Poison. And it could Ooh. be like an alley cat type. <gasps> I would like that a lot. That would be a lot of fun. Especially because it, you know, so many of its uh, attacks, at least in the show, are based mm-hmm. on its claws. So. And for as long as they keep doing meows that means meowth is still in the regional decks uh-huh. and then my persian that i'm working on getting every ribbon for there you can go. keep moving through and collect <laughs> all the ribbons there you go perfect <laughs> but perfect. i think we've actually already seen a normal meowth in the game in the trailer if I, I'm not I think we have too i know i was a little bummed about that but i i mean it could be a fake out because Meowth would True. likely be compatible with the game if there were a regional Meowth, you know? <laughs> True. It, we could just be seeing someone had brought a Cantonian Meowth into the region. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to comb through the other trailers for Alola and Galar to see if they ever did something like that. I doubt they did. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but, back then we weren't really expecting it. So maybe true. now they're like, hey, let's keep on top of this. Fool some people. Yeah, they're playing with our expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, I don't know. I, there's something about regional Meowths that I really, really love. And Meowth wasn't, you know, even close to one of my favorite Pokemon before uh, we got the third one. It was really the third one that I was like, actually, I love this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love Steel types, so I'm all yep. for it. So. Yep. And maybe it's something about a trio that really, like, made it feel right. But 
Okay, let's talk about the anime. This is one of the things. Hey, that, yeah, we got a new Pokemon. Wh- what? Like today? Yeah, I got an email from the Pokemon Company. A Wait, new what? Pokemon in the Paldea region. Are you punking me right now? No. There's this a trailer that live released. on the podcast. <laughs> yes, it finally happened. And okay, I hold on, hold on. Go to go to the Twitter. There's a video. We'll watch it. I'll splice the audio in, and we'll hit play at the same time. Don't hit play All yet. Right. And, Hold on, I gotta open up Twitter and... Splice it in with our reactions. Okay, 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 okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'll count us down from three and we'll hit play on go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay, here we go. This is exciting. This music is dope. It is. Wait, is that it? Was that it? Boister. Boister. What are you? What are, are you? Are you a pre-evolution for the legendaries? I think it must be. Psych. Psych. I mean, it. Cyclizer? Jed Ale. Oh, it's a substitute type. Oh, hey. zone. Dude. There's your boy. What's up, Titan? Love you. Nice to see you in battle. Mirror Herb. Oh, that's cool. Rotom, hey. Alright, we've seen you. Oh. This might actually answer the question... Oh, no, okay, that was a... Standard Terrasite. Ah. I am very excited about the potential for these new... Type combos, because they're going to be a surprise to your opponent, you know? Oh, yeah. It's going to make things harder. Mm-hmm. Loaded dice. <gasps> Ooh, that's a fun item. That's really all they're going to show of that new Pokemon, isn't it? <laughs> I think this, because this was shown at Worlds. Oh, that's a new hat. Yeah. I like it. Terror Blast changes type on the users to Rastalize. That makes sense. Wow. Okay. Okay, so yeah, it definitely looks like that Pokemon is a pre-evolution of the legendaries. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that the box legendaries for this one, they've anticipated the fact that there's weirdness around everybody having them and then playing multiplayer. So they could be leaning into the idea that these are legendaries that aren't just one. They're just rare, you know? They've sort of leaned into that with like the birds and things like that. Wow, that's so strange. What if we're gifted this Pokemon? I could see that. That would make sense. And then okay. that's how we get the legendary. Yeah. Meet Cyclizar, the mount Pokemon. This Pokemon has lived in many Paldean households since ancient times. It can sprint at over 70 miles per hour while carrying a human rider. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously going to evolve into them. It has a wheel on yeah. its chest. Or exactly. like a, not a wheel, but like a thing that resembles a wheel. Yeah, and like right above its tail looks like a seat. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think basically what we're gonna get is this Pokemon's gonna be a gift Pokemon, kind of like how Cubfu was. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're gonna be training it at the school or something, and then eventually it'll become the legendary later on. That's so. I so interesting. So, do you think we'll start with Cyclizer and then, like, instead of starting with our box legendary and then it evolves at some point? I think so. Fascinating. That's oh, my man. Theory. What a fun thing to get in the middle of a recording. <laughs> right? 
That's uh, yeah, never I mean, happened to us before. Usually it's like, oh, something happens right after we record. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that, wow. That, that, is, that is amazing. It only took us 92 episodes. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's very yeah. exciting. Okay, so... Um, some of those moves were pretty cool. That was kind of cool to see. Um, I know that the main reason they showed them off at Worlds is because, hey, this is going to be for people who want to see new moves and new strategies and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. That's so exciting. I for I really just thought like there was a Pokemon that was the, that you like obviously would have wanted to talk about that I forgot. I like fully didn't believe you at first that or not believe you, but like I didn't think that was going to happen. Oh man, so exciting! Pokemon Unite got a new battle arena. I did see that that was coming. Uh, yeah. Thea Sky Ruins in a new map featuring the Pokemon Rayquaza. Ooh, okay, that's exciting. Players can get a trainer fashion item uh, commemorating the 2022 Pokemon World Championships by entering a gift code revealed during Pokemon Unite livestream. Redeem the code in-game by August 27th. I know neither one of us really plays Pokemon Masters, but did you see that Ash and Pikachu are joining? I did. I'm looking at the the email right now. I see that one there. (laughs) So they have the trailer that has Ash meeting Red, (laughs) Yeah, which is really cool, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and don't forget to get your uh, uh, celebratory Victini from Sword and Shield. I think, well, I guess what we should say is we hope you got it, because I think it ends, like, as we're recording this. Uh, <laughs> it was like a three-day August thing. August 22nd. Okay, okay. Well, I've been texting people about it that I know will forget. And uh, and they have the at- This will not be expired by the time this uh, episode comes out, but they are releasing Ash's team from Journeys uh, a week at a time, or or not maybe not in consecutive weeks but they're they're releasing them one at a time and uh, one of them is currently currently out um Dracovish is available so get that too if that's something you're interested in nice all right uh speaking of ash from journeys <laughs> shall we chat a little bit about the anime i don't think we'll have a ton of time to do it but yeah um, i i do want to at least touch upon the anime a bit uh, before the new stuff comes out, there's a special I think coming out in September. Mm-hmm. That is a good way for me to like anchor down catching up. Um, we will not be able to do what you and I previously used to do, which is go through every episode. That's but fine. what what I can do is cover chunks at a time. And so uh, you and I are going to cover one big chunk, and then I'll for another episode I'll do catch up with the final chunk, and then we'll pick back up. Um, with that special and then potentially whenever they start releasing I, I already forgot what the third third season of journeys is called um <laughs> but they announced it at some point and it's mm-hmm. it's coming so so let's talk journeys real quick um whoo that was so exciting so in case folks uh aren't ca- like you know I wouldn't expect people to remember the last episode of Journeys we talked about. So what we're talking about, if you put it in the context of Netflix, is we're talking about Master Journeys Part 2, the entirety of Part 2, which is 15 episodes, which is why we're not going episode by episode. (laughs) And that is, I think, episodes 13 through 27 of the season, I believe. Is that? I think I told you. So Mm -hmm. hopefully I am remembering correctly from just an hour ago. 
And there are, I think, a handful of important things that happen in this arc. I don't think, or this chunk, I don't think it's necessarily the biggest stuff because it's not the beginning of the season. It's not the end of the season, but there are some key things here and there are some fun characters that we revisit now that this series is finally leaning into the fact uh, and not playing, (laughs) you know, playing coy anymore about who this Ash is. Um, Mm -hmm. They're just letting things be, which I really appreciate. (laughs) Like, um, So we get some cool crossovers here. I think maybe the first kind of big thing that happens in this chunk happens in part two episode two which is sobble evolving and i really Mm. liked this episode do you remember this one yes vaguely i think it's kind of cool because i you know the starter pokemon always have i think more unique personalities in the anime than a lot of other pokemon tend to i think other like Pokemon that aren't starters, they get personality, but it's usually very specific to like the species. Whereas I feel like starters get to be like their own unique characters and Sobble evolving into Drizzile gives us like a new little emo Pokemon. Yeah. And I love how its attitude just kind of kept up with, you know, the formula of Pokemon becoming the middle children and kind of acting like teenagers basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Raboot was very much like a teenager. But mm-hmm. a different kind. It was sort of like uh, it was standoffish and a little bit like uh, attitude-y. Mm-hmm. And Drizzile is like sad. Like it's like uh, it, for a very different reason, right? Like it thought it like Sobble thought it was going to turn into uh, Inteleon and it turned into something else. And it's like sad about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't realize I had a middle thing here. Mm-hmm. Great. I, my dreams aren't there yet. Yeah. I'm curious to see where that ends up going because right now through this whole part of the series – Drizzile is just chilling in a cave like Mm -hmm. go had to accept like I need to give it space I I need to like let it do its thing uh, which is sort of Go's whole thing right is like is like letting go of some control Mm -hmm. and so I'm curious to see where that ends up I I imagine it probably is resolved you can tell me if it is or not but um, I imagine it's resolved in part three I believe Um, so okay and I'm excited because I did start with Sobble. That was my first starter in Sword nice. and Shield. So I'm excited for Inteleon to finally arrive. Nice. Um, we did get a another race. I know we love a Pokemon competition that isn't really battling. Um, I think it's really fun. This one was interesting. It was the Marine Athletic Race, which is where mm-hmm. we get some weird Dracovish content. Yeah. <laughs> as if there's anything other than weird Dracovish content. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's been a while since I saw yeah. the episode. But correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't like Dracovish like not know how to swim or something? Yeah, it's really bad swimmer, but it runs very fast on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. Yeah, Ash is like surprised that it can't swim very well because its head is a fish, but it has this big cumbersome body underneath it. I'm still, Kyle, I'm honestly shocked that they chose one of these like horrific fossil reconstruction abominations as one of ash's main team members yeah but they gave it the most overpowered one that they could of course they do of course they do (laughs) like have you heard like this pokemon is like literally overpowered yeah Yeah. i don't know is it even allowed in competition anymore (sighs) like it is it is way op oh yeah but everybody knows it so it's possible that it doesn't need to be banned if it has like a solid counter or something but yeah it is it's wild that this is one of the strongest pokemon of all time (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's really bananas um but it's because it's so fast and it has like attack boosting abilities and moves or something like that yeah exactly you end up with this pokemon that has just absolutely 
disaster in like incurring moves that is also incredibly fast. Yeah. Really strange. This is also a bit of an Evie episode. We get um, Evie admiring a Vaporeon. So they're playing with the what's going to happen to Evie. I still think that this is going to be an Evie that Gigantamax is and therefore mm-hmm. cannot evolve. That's my theory. Yeah. It's been my theory since it was introduced. That's simply because that's too. the lore of the... Yeah, it's the lore of the game. If you played the game, I think it's the natural place to go. I don't think it's the only place they could go, but I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And the only other thing from this one that I thought was really funny, I'm talking more about this episode than I expected, Dugong. One, even featuring a Dugong. Seal, I think, is like one of the most ignored Pokemon at this point because it's like Agreed. it just never got anything after Gen 1. It hasn't mega evolved. It hasn't gotten a regional. Nothing. Neither so the is Paris. That, neither is Paris. Right, exactly. Um, although... I think if I think if Crustle had came out in a different generation, it mm. would have just been a Parasect. <laughs> yeah. Although Paris did get some love in Legends Arceus. True. And Pokemon Go. People yeah. people really paid attention to it in Pokemon Go. Yeah. So but just the Dugong being there and having a crush on Gorobus was very weird but funny. <laughs> I remember that now, yeah. <laughs> um there was an Absol episode. I don't think it was really notable other than Hodge returned. Um, and then we got Iris. That was sort yes. of the next big thing. We got Iris. Uh, this is what I mean when they say, like, when I say they're actually leaning in instead of being coy. Because in that first batch you and I covered, they were mm-hmm. really, really like delicate about incorporating anything from Ash's past. Very mm-hmm. happy to see now that they're just like, yes, <laughs> like he did think. I think since they went to Alola, they've just really leaned into yeah. it. So yeah, I, we get I'm just Iris say here. This. Uh, yeah. You can sense me if you have to, but they are going Pokeballs to the wall. <laughs> they are. And I'm glad. Honestly, like, here's the thing. I know that I was excited at the prospect of Journeys being sort of a reboot or a reinvention. But mm-hmm. if it's not going to be that, then the format of the show should be a celebration of everything Ash has done to this point, right? So, yeah, absolutely go Pokeballs to the wall. Like, it it only makes sense. If you're not rebooting it here, celebrate everything here. I still yeah. would love to see this be la- Ash's last focus series, and mm-hmm. I would like to see Go move on to be the next protagonist. We'll see if that mm-hmm. happens. Um, I doubt it, but I do think this speaks to the possibility, you know, all the stuff they're oh, doing. Oh, yeah. Now, I didn't watch Black and White, so I appreciate Iris from the games, but I would love to hear your impression of of what they do here with Iris, where she challenges him to a battle. They have a dragon battle. Um, did you like how was this episode for you? Did you enjoy it? Oh, I loved it. Uh, because I remember watching Black and White, and like, yes, around that time is when I kind of stopped watching the anime, but like, I kind of also picked up with the anime right at the tail end of Black and White. Mm-hmm. And I so I also like went back and rewatched all the series, and I love Iris, I think she's great. And the fact that now she's champion of yeah. Unova, um. Although I'm a little sad that her Axew evolved. Yeah. I was a little sad about that because I was like, I love Axew, but now it's a Haxorus. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I totally get that. I'm assuming Axew was like a big character, like a like her main partner and like mm-hmm. a big character in the series. Yeah. Uh, Axew yeah. would always like hide in her hair. Kind of like Pikachu never went inside a Pokeball, stuff like that. Oh, that's cute. I like that. And kind of Grookey at this point. Grookey really doesn't spend time on a Pokeball very much yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, but I did like seeing uh, Dragonite versus Dragonite. I thought that Dude. was really cool. Okay. 
Ash's Dragonite's Draco meter attack. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was like, okay, that felt as cool as I remember the Charizard versus Magmar episode being. When you mm-hmm. go back and rewatch the Charizard versus Magmar thing, it doesn't feel as cool because the animation has improved and the storytelling's right. improved so much. But at the time, I remember being like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. This Dragonite Draco Meteor thing felt like a modern version of that. I know the the moment wasn't as big for the series or for Ash, but like just using her Haxorus's proverbial weight against it, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is so cool. Plus, Dragonite's a Pokemon that doesn't really say its name very much in the in the show. It just sort of like screams weird, and I always appreciate that because I'm sick of Pokemon saying their names. Kyle, I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the the different personalities of the two Dragonites. Yeah, that was nice. That was Ashes really cool. felt a little bit more derpy. Yeah. Oh, to <laughs> me, this is funny. I just there was an artist who made a, a a drawing of a Dragonite that was kind of derpy, and people, I guess, gave them a hard time. And they were like, "This is how I've always seen Dragonite. Like Dragonite is cool, but not because it's like hard, you know, or like edgy. Like so, I Ash's Dragonite is what I think of when I think of Dragonite. You know." Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. And Iris's was like intense. Iris's was like a little bit scary. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what'd you do to it? <laughs> well, her Dragonite's always been like that, even back when she had it in the anime. Oh, that's um, a good. Yeah, I didn't know if she had. Okay, that's that's yeah. good to know. She had Dragonite back then, and it just always wanted to battle. So, like when Ash brought his Charizard back, um, at the tail end of Unova Saga, <gasps> like. Oh my uh, gosh. Dragonite and Charizard were always like trying oh, to fight. That sounds awesome. Do they yeah. ever get to like fully properly battle? Oh yeah. They have a full <gasps> battle and like it's funny because like Iris. That's so classic still... Gen 1 situation. Well, it was what was hilarious was uh Iris was like, uh use uh I think Dragon Claw or something, and it didn't have much effect. She goes, What the heck? I thought this was a dragon type Pokemon. She goes, and Ash was like, No, it's not a dragon. <laughs> Wait, they kind of throw her under the bus. Isn't she a dragon trainer? <laughs> she was in training. Okay, gotcha. And yeah, uh, fair in enough. Unova, basi- <laughs> uh, they also established that in Unova, a lot of Pokemon outside of the Unova Pokemon are very rare. Okay, that makes sense. I actually like that, given the way that the games were meant to mm-hmm. be like full reboots. And so they actually, that's okay, that's cool. Yeah, the fact so, like, that in the, point- in the show, they kind of stick with that. Yeah, so they actually get to a part where they have like a there's like a Kanto celebration festival, and it oh, made Ash miss his Charizard, so he called out to the Charizard Valley. Charizard came back, <gasps> and then there was a point where Dawn shows up, and uh, Dawn finds an Amoongus and goes, "Oh my gosh, this is so rare! I want it!" And then it poisons her, and then <laughs> Iris no. finds a Voltorb and goes, "Oh my gosh, this is so rare!" and it explodes. <laughs> Okay, Black and White sounds like a series I should check out. It sounds like they actually did some pretty cool stuff. Um, One thing I liked about it was the fact that almost like, I want to say about a little bit over halfway through the season is mm-hmm. the Unova League. Halfway the through the season? It's just exploring the rest of Unova. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. So hmm. after the whole Unova League, there's still a whole bunch of stuff going on. I think that's when they do all the whole Team Plasma stuff. Interesting. Okay. Someday. I don't know how, when, like logistically how I'm going to manage this. I would like to go back and watch um, 
the the seasons I haven't watched, which is a lot. You know, like I missed I mean, many generations. I might have to just do like abbreviated lists. I might have to have somebody, you know, give me like the 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 major episodes or something. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, Pokemon TV, but you got to be quick about that. You can't right, right, because they'll take those episodes down quickly to replace yeah. with others. Yeah, but I really liked this. It was nice to see Drayden. Uh, mm-hmm. Drayden's cool. I always thought Drayden was cool. Um, so that was fun, but yeah, good. That was, that was a good one. Definitely a standout for me. Um, I like the next one. There's not a ton to say with the next one, but I like it because one, it makes Flabebe the cutest Pokemon I've ever seen in my entire life when they're Mm -hmm. racing each other and they're racing each other at like the slowest speed floating through the air. I just like melted. I was like, you're so cute. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I don't know. I know go has traded Pokemon before, but have prior to him releasing his Floet, have we seen him release any Pokemon before this? Like, has he had this moment? I don't think so. I think this was, like, his Butterfree moment. Yeah. Because Butterfree goes off to be with its love, um, mm-hmm. and Floette goes off to, like, take like build a garden and take care of a garden full of rare white flowers. Like, it was very sweet. <laughs> I liked yeah. it. Did I send you that picture? Of what? Top six most saddest episodes of... Oh, you Pokemon? did. Yeah, you did. I saw that. I haven't looked at like which ones they are, although I did see the Butterfree one was on there, because how could it not be? That would be a fun one to um, do an episode or have a segment on or something at some point, just to see... Yeah, because like... Floet's Duty is number nine. Oh, is it really? Oh, nice. Okay. Word. Yeah. So, um, but uh, did you see what number one happened to be? Um... Is it Butterfree or no? No, it's the Stoutland episode from Alola. Oh, I did see that. I did see that, and I clearly blocked it out because that episode is traumatizing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but but incredible. I mean, I I really do genuinely think I I have no place to say this because I've missed so much of the series, but I really think that's some of the best stuff that Pokemon's ever done. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's really really incredible, and I'm I'm like grateful they did it because I think it's a good thing for kids and adults to like have. Yeah. It's really, really good. Really good. So the next episode, I have very little to say about. It's the Decker one. It really is just Ash and Go becoming cops. So I don't care. I thought this was just like a spoof on Detective Pikachu almost. They do make a Detective Pikachu joke at the end uh, where they're like, and I'll call you Detective. And then I think he electrocutes Decker or something. Yeah. Something like that. I do um I do like the plot. This is maybe one of the better Team Rocket plots of like stealing electricity to try to satisfy more peko uh, mm-hmm. so i appreciate that part but a lot of it really is just sort of like this weird decker character who yeah why not make it like a looker thing mm-hmm. i know looker does very like a very specific thing but i think you could have done something cooler with it the next episode though yes so much better gary it's so funny to me that ash and gary the dynamic is now like ash being like gary's so cool he's just like that you know Mm -hmm. and now go is the one who's like on the receiving end of gary's uh like teasing (laughs) ash and gary had their battle in i think it was the johto championships they've been a better friends yeah it makes sense it's just very funny now that you have go right there you can see like just how like stark the difference is and it's just funny to think back to like the first season or or just the canto stuff and now ash literally is just like he's so cool mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you you hated him <laughs> i love that they brought back like all of his old pokemon and like yeah. main focus was really infernape and i was like yes that was really cool yeah 
Yeah, I got to see uh, more of the like the personality of one of Ash's main Pokemon that like I'm not super familiar with, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which was really really neat. So I liked that a lot. I liked that um, Infernape was just like I'm gonna battle every Fire Pokemon until I find the strongest one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's really cool. I was kind of hoping like he would take Infernape with him. Yeah, I could cool. see, I could have seen it. You know this this series is so sort of uh strange with regards to ash's team ashes like ash has a very specific goal in this show but it's not tied at all to the region's pokemon you know like half of his team is basically if not more (laughs) is basically kanto based because he has a dragonite and a gengar and then he obviously has pikachu and they had a far-fetched at one point that's now a surfetch so like they're yeah. really not interested in him following any like he's not building a team based on the region like he does in every other no, series, you know. His team makes no sense. He's got two dragons. That is so weird. That was really highlighted in that Iris one and I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, he's got two dragons, two fighting types, an electric and ghost um, poison. Yeah. Fighting steel, fighting flying, I think. But yeah. Fighting steel, fighting Wait, is there other... fighting flying? I think it's just fighting. Yeah, you know what? You're right, it is. So, Sir, I want to say, Surfetch is pointless. Yeah, Surfetch really is not a good Pokemon for him to have on his team. (laughs) But it's probably the Pokemon that's most like Ash, where it's just like, I am going to win because I am going to get the angriest and most determined. (laughs) Although Lucario is a little bit like that, too. Yeah. So And Pikachu is very much like that. Like, if you're going to have another fighting type, at least Infernape. Yeah, yeah. It would have been pretty cool. I think that would have been fun, especially at the point where they're leaning into the fact that this is the exact same one. He's had all the exact same experiences. I mean, we see all of his Pokemon, right, from all the generations. So, like, yeah, just have him bring one along mm-hmm. with him. He's had Charizard rejoin him a number of times. So, I still don't understand why his uh, Alola Pokemon are in Alola. Why not bring him to Professor Oak? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. They never explain that, and it bothers me. I mean, if I lived in Alola, I don't know that I would want to go back and live in Kanto instead. Like, if I were born in Alola. <laughs> would an Alolan executor shrink? Um, It hasn't in... Where Where is Cerise's lab? Vermilion City? True, true. I forgot about it that. It hasn't there so far. I mean, it lives in a, it lives in a specific environment, but yeah. it's been chill. Yeah. It's kind of a greenhouse, though. So, if anything, the Cantonian one should be growing. <laughs> true you know <laughs> but it's like long-term evolution so mm-hmm. you know i do love seeing that that uh alolan executor waddle around in that huge enclosure but yeah this is a really cool episode the other big thing about this episode is that it introduces this idea of project mew which is going to be sort of the next stage of goes mm-hmm. journey which i really like because i like goes goal but i do feel like it needed something bigger else yeah Yeah. i needed something else um especially because he is this sort of like lone wolf type of character who's really only warmed up to one person (laughs) yeah um i think it'll give him more focus it'll really Mm -hmm. it'll it'll sort of elevate him as the protagonist of the show which i think he already kind of is yeah and i wonder if this is also going to help him be able to transition to his own show if they do decide to get rid of ash and keep just go I would really like to see it. I I mean, I do think Ash will be sort of in a 
not quite a Tracy spot because we just never see Tracy, but I think we'll touch base with Ash a lot if mm-hmm. Go becomes the protagonist. But um, I do think this would be good. It would make him sort of an official Pokemon researcher, which would give him a reason. I mean, he already does this, right? But just to travel around. So mm-hmm. um, I, I would like to see it. I think it would be nice. But I'm intrigued by this. I don't really know what to think of it yet. Uh, there's another episode later where we meet more characters that will be involved in this Project Mew situation. It's like a few episodes from here. We meet Amaranth and Danica and Quillen. Um, they go to Sinnoh to find uh, a, a misplaced Alolan Ninetales. And we get to meet those characters who I'm sure will be a much bigger part of yeah. the series. I don't know if they come back in part three or if it's more of a third season thing. but There is more. Um, and there's something going on with them catching the Reggies. Yeah, so we get the Reg Ice in that episode. Yes. And and Quillen alludes to the fact that like Reg Ice could be a key to figuring out the origin of Pokemon, which I do like them mentioning because the fact that they're studying Mew, the fact that they think this about the Reggies clarifies exactly what they're doing. And I think that could be an interesting thing for Go to be involved in, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I mean, the Reggies are an interesting thing because they're not actually from the DNA of Mew. What's the lore behind them? So basically Arceus creates time, space and anti world. Right. Um, and then creates uh, the three lake guardians. Mm-hmm. The three lake guardians also kind of help create Mew in their own image. That makes sense. And then uh, I believe at some point, I forget who, but and who then, makes Gigas. Um, I want to say maybe Arceus creates Kyogre, Groudon, Rayquaza, and Regigigas. Oh, I didn't realize Regigigas was like tied to them. Yeah, so Regigigas's story is basically when he was created, he moved the continents to where they belong now. That sounds familiar. And then at some point he created Regice, Regirock, Registeel, Regieleki, and now Regidraco. But then he got sealed away. So I'm wondering if they're collecting these Pokemon that aren't technically created from you to see if they can find a distinguished uh, difference between them. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, that would be interesting. It, it'll also be interesting to see how their sort of mission around finding the Reggies intersects with Go's being focused on Mew. Because if they're mm-hmm. going even further back than Mew, it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to that. Yeah. Because it'll, like, open up his world. You know what I mean? I'd be honestly interested if they do end up doing that. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I I, I obviously have no idea. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, I sounds like, and I wouldn't be surprised by this, that it's not wrapped up <laughs> by the yeah. end of Season 2. This feels like it's probably going to be a major part of Season 3. So Yeah, and probably just, like, constantly just keep going. Mm-hmm. I skipped an episode. The only thing worth noting... Well, I guess I skipped two episodes. Yeah. Uh, one of them was like an old enough homage, which I just thought was funny because that show just blew up over here in the United States um, where it's like little kids going on errands. I haven't seen it, but people talked about it enough that I knew that that's what they were referencing. Ah, yeah. um, Team Rocket ditching Morpeko. Did you think that Morpeko was actually going to be a part of Ash's? Not not that it would be part of Ash's team, but did you think that Go was going to catch it? Or did, did you think it was all going to end up back with Team Rocket? I thought Go might actually catch it. I kind of thought so too. And I was, there was a part of me that was kind of hoping it, he would because I feel like it would have had a better life <laughs> with him. <laughs> I feel like part of the reason it acts up is because t- it's with Team Rocket. <laughs> mm-hmm. But 
Team Rocket doesn't really have any Pokemon of its own in this series, so I guess it makes sense that James catches it. And it is sweet that James, like, this is sort of like James's Mimikyu moment, right? Mm -hmm. Where, like, Jesse warms up to Mimikyu, or at least at times sees its, you know, core. And clearly in this episode, James sees more Peko for more than just, like, a nuisance. So that was sweet, I guess. And then, really, the only other big thing that happens... I mean, we get a Durant episode in there that I think is very cool, but it doesn't really change anything. It's just, like, a neat episode. Mm -hmm. And then we get, like, the end of this season, which is, like, a Darkrai Cresselia thing. Oh, you didn't want to talk about the... What's it called? Which one did I skip? Oh, the uh, the Phalanx. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry, Rai. I did not mean to skip one of your faves. (laughs) I thought it was a cute episode. It gave me more knowledge of how Phalanx works. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it gives us the dynamic there, which is nice because it is a pretty weird Pokemon. So you kind of have an understanding of like, oh, this is like how it happens. I still would like to know, like, based on what they established here, what's, I mean, what what happens if they don't have a brass or like, are some of them born brass and some of them aren't? Like, <laughs> I just would like to know a little bit yeah. more. I want to see a trainer send out a phalanx and it's just one and it just decimates everything. <laughs> I mean, it would have to be a brass, right? Because the other ones seem completely unable to function without. <laughs> a I mean, not unless the trainer acts as the brass. Oh, oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. I would love to see this now. That would be yeah. I would like to see that episode now that they've established sort of a in in show situation to build off of. Mm-hmm. Um, I also. I guess this is how I guess this is how they're going to do Ice Q in the series, and we'll probably never see it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot um, about that. That was so random. This was like their way of, I think, incorporating. Galar has some very weird Pokemon, and yeah. I feel like this was a way of including two of them in one episode and then moving on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we still haven't seen Galarian, Mister Mime, have we? No, that's got to be a thing that involves. Ash's mom's Mr. Mime, oh, right? Definitely. I would think. Definitely. Does it happen in, in part three? Do you know? Uh not yet. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And then we get to the Dark Cry Cresselia thing. Here's yes. my thing. I these are these are fine episodes. I'm just surprised they did it because they have like entire movies about these mm-hmm. Sinnoh legendaries. So it's like kind of strange to me that they kind of do almost another movie about well, them. The movies aren't canon. No, I know they're not, but like they dedicate a lot of movie space to the to this lore because Sinnoh has such a deep mythology to it. Mm-hmm. The movies are like very deeply exploring that stuff. So I don't know. Did they really explore Cresselia though? I know Darkrai has its own movie. Uh, Cresselia has so got to be a part of that movie. I don't remember. Uh, I just watched it like to, a year ago. Depending on how uh, Dawn reacted to uh, seeing Cresselia or Darkrai or whatever. Yeah, I guess the big thing here is that Dawn is back. Ash remembers Darkrai. See, okay, here's the thing then. I have a question for you. Okay. Movies are typically not canon. So did Ash encounter Darkrai in the series already? Because he clearly knows it already. Yes. So Generation 3 Pokemon World Championships, he lost to a trainer named Tobias. Okay. owned a Darkrai. How? (laughs) Yeah, we don't know. I mean, that's the whole legendary debacle, right? But that is like the one trainer everyone wants to see come back in journeys is Tobias. So, okay, that's fascinating. So did they, was that the first sighting of Darkrai ever? Like, did they announce, was Darkrai, I don't know what the timeline was between the games and the show. 
I just know it was actually. Hold on, let me just Google him real quick. Because it's I cool that they did that. Let me see here. I feel like maybe I've seen an image of this guy. Okay, he is actually. Um, okay, he appeared in the Diamond Pearl, not the Generation Three. Oh, okay. I was gonna My say bad. that would have been so freaking cool if they did that. No. Oh, but he also has a Latios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? Darkrai Latios, and that's all you need to see about him because, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I gosh. believe he ends up actually winning the entire conference. Yeah, I see a picture of him with a trophy and I saw that he battled Cynthia, so so he yeah. he was the champion in that that year, I guess. Jeez, what a what a wild team. I'm going to go look at his team now. I want to know the whole thing. Oh. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Ash doesn't get past 2. Yeah. So it says on, on Bulbapedia, it is assumed that Tobias has at least four other Pokemon as he participated in a full battle with Ash, which requires six. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He destroyed See, this is where I'm saying, Ash. like, I, I probably need to just do selections. Like, this is a thing I might need to just, like, go back and watch, like, the Pokemon League for this or something. Like, I'll, I'll figure out what I want to do. Because um, that's, yeah. I mean, how could he not destroy Ash? Yeah, it's yeah. honestly a miracle most of the time that Ash makes it <laughs> as far as right. he does. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah, hopefully we do see him again. That'd be really cool. Huh? Huh? Okay. So that's how he knows Darkrai. That makes sense. Because I was wondering about that. I was like, oh, is this a reference to the movies? That's like kind of odd. Mm-hmm. But guess guess not. Guess not. But other, than, I mean, honestly, they are like pretty standard Darkrai Cresselia plot points, right? It's like. There's a town that's afflicted with nightmares, and and they use Cresselia to help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's pretty much, pretty much what these are. So I was like kind of surprised that was, but it's not the end of the season, so I guess it makes sense. It's just the way that Netflix drops drops things. Yeah, I thought they were gonna split the two parter in half, and I'd have to wait a whole while to watch the second half. Oh man, glad they didn't. Yeah. Also, so nobody comes at me. I know I called Darkrai a legendary. I know it's a mythical. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the distinction didn't even exist for like three generations or something. Okay. Kyle and I are day one Pokemon fans. We get confused sometimes. And by we, I mean me only. yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I am still enjoying the series. I'm just, what I really want, I guess I should say is another like really incredible battle because I liked the Iris episode a lot, but it wasn't really about their battle necessarily. Yes. Ash goes up against an old gym leader. (gasps) Ooh, I like the way that sounds from Sinnoh. Interesting. Okay. That makes sense. Considering this whole generation is all about Galar and Sinnoh. He brings back a mechanic he hasn't used in a while. Okay. So probably Z moves would be my guess. Yes. Or mega, but Z moves. Yes. Okay. I'm excited to see it because they did they did Z moves in in Alola, but but this will this be the first time we see it outside of the region? Um, or did they ever bring it outside the region before? Well, there was that uh, Brock and Misty episode, and they did where it. They all traveled to Kanto. That's right, but that was part of the Alola series, right? Was, I'm not exactly mixing so. Okay, so we've seen yes, it yes. once outside the region. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That's really exciting. Okay, I'm excited for that. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to see Ash battle with his team. Like, it was cool to see Dragonite and Dracovish, of course. Mm-hmm. But, like, I want to see more Lucario battles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you will. <laughs> you, know? you will. And I'm assuming that he will eventually Mega Evolve Lucario. Oh, you know what I did see? 
earmuffs on for people who don't want spoilers i guess this isn't really a spoiler it was a literal one screen grab but i did and i'm pretty certain you would have seen it if i saw it because i don't see very much i did see like the one screen grab of ash with like all of his stuff on yep (laughs) i was like oh baby i can't wait for this Mm -hmm. because if you think about it pikachu has z moves lucario mega evolves um, I guess Pikachu can also Gigantamax, but anything could Dynamax. Mm-hmm. Gengar um, can gi- Dynam. Uh, oh, Gengar has a Gigantamax. That's right, and yeah. a Mega Evolution, and a Mega Evolution. <laughs> like it's gonna be, it's gonna be bananas, and I can't wait. Yeah. Like if you if you wanted somebody to like murder you with a glance, uh, it's Ash with all of his bracelets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Very I think excited. I have to start wrapping up. Perfect. Makes sense. Perfect timing. If people want to find you, uh, where should they do that? Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at Deadpool underscore Ranger. Awesome. Be sure to check that out. And if you like what I'm doing here on Victory Road, you can find more of what I'm doing on Twitter at Ikibuli, I-C-K-Y-B-O-O-L-E-Y, or my other podcast, Victory Road. Nope, that this is Victory Road. <laughs> my other <laughs> podcast, Walloping Web Snappers, Falling with Style, and Novel Gaming. For information on this show, be sure to find us on social media at Victory Road Pod. And if there's anything in the world of Pokemon you want us to talk about, just let me know. Until next time, I am headed back to my television to finish watching the rest of the series and catch up further. <laughs> See ya. Bye.